welcome to a novel evening. I'm Danny. You can follow me over on Instagram as at Blotted Ink Books. After this week's episode, I am joined by the author of quite possibly the prettiest book that I have purchased this year. Um, it's firstly, it's gorgeous. Um, before you need to know anything else about this book, the second you see it on the shelf, it is superbly beautiful. Um, it's also a really gorgeous slice of fantasy. Uh, it is The Girl Who Fell Beneath the Sea by Axio and I am so excited that she's going to be joining me to chat all about the book. I have so many questions and we're going to dive into her novel evenings so uh, come and have a listen check it out. So a massive hello to Axi. Hello. Hi, Danny. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to, to have you on. Uh, I loved the book. I'm going to go straight in there. Um, mm-hmm. So this is a dream. I have so many questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to chat all about it. So you're obviously over in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, having a much hotter summer than we are, I'm sure. Very hot. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. Are you. You're not originally from Vegas. No, I'm originally from uh, New Jersey, New York area. Yeah, I was yep. born in New York City, but I grew up mostly in New Jersey. Yeah, and then I ended up in Vegas somehow. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a big difference, huh? To start out in, in New York and then end up in Vegas. Have you been there yeah. long? Um, I have. I like. I left a little bit. I went, I went to um, San Diego for undergraduate, and then I went to... Um, Cambridge, Massachusetts for graduate school. And then I came back to Vegas because my family's here. So I've been, I guess I've been in Vegas for a while now, like um, on and off, maybe over 10 years. Yeah. That's so cool. That's what I love about the US is you guys can go all different places with all different climates and temperatures and still in the same place. Whereas we really don't have that option. (laughs) (laughs) It's just colder and wetter the further up you go. So... (laughs) It's not so exciting, but I would love to visit. I have to say, like, the States is somewhere that's really high on my list. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Like, um, I think this weekend with my family, we're driving to California. It's only like a four, four or five, uh, four hour drive to Los Angeles, five hour drive to San Diego. So it's very, it's very convenient also living in Las Vegas. Yeah, Yeah, you can just go to like another, another uh, state and it's like a whole new place. That's so cool. I'm so jealous. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like being able to just pop to, to California for a weekend. Yeah. Oh, that's the dream. So obviously your book, The Girl Who Fell Beneath the Sea, is phenomenal. I loved it. It's also beautiful. Like, what did you think when you saw that cover? Oh my gosh, I was so blown away. I really wanted a a girl on the cover that had the Korean traditional dress called the hanbok and so that was like my only ask actually um and then they they not only put her in the dress but they had all these beautiful details from the book and the illustrations were just so beautiful um and I actually didn't ask for that artist but she was on my like Pinterest I like sent my um designer a Pinterest board of like different artists I like and she was on that board but it I was just you know it was just like a inspiration board and the fact that they hired her I was like so excited <laughs> it was oh, crazy. it's it's so beautiful I have to say I didn't know anything about the book to begin with 
I just saw the cover and was like, well, oh, I'm going to buy that. There's a different cover for the UK cover. There's a different UK cover. Oh, because the UK yeah. cover is, I've got this one. Oh, yeah. So, hey, is... so you're talking about the UK cover. Yeah, but yes, I see I the US one cover. as well. They're both like insane. Yeah, they're both beautiful. And it's the same. It was the same process too, where I just, I sent them like what I wanted, which again was a girl in the handbook, right? And that's yeah. on the UK cover as well. And the, the artist for the UK cover, and his name is Carl James Mountford. Okay. Um, he's, he's wonderful. He does a lot of like children's book yeah. um, covers, actually. Um, so I was like really excited just um, when they showed me the cover. And I was like also blown away that I got a beautiful cover for the US and a beautiful cover for the UK. <laughs> yeah, they are both wow. stunning. And you say, obviously, this particular artist does a lot of children's books. You yeah. get those vibes. There's something really magical about both covers and I love that it's like as an adult buying a kid's book and the excitement of not really knowing what's inside until like you know you open it up which I loved I absolutely love it and where did the inspiration come from for the story oh yeah so the inspiration like it it did begin with um the original folktale so the original folktale um, it's called The Tale of Shin Chung or The Blind Man's Daughter, like depending on um, where you read it. And I, I had a picture book of the folktale growing up. And it's also like a folktale that's very popular in uh, Korea, which is where my cultural heritage is Korean. And so I just always knew about that folktale. And so I was like, I want to do a retelling, but, but not really because a straight up retelling um, would be too difficult to do because it's very it's a very um short folktale and I was like I needed more I needed more to work with so I did more of a reimagining where it's like I started with the folktale and then I sort of like let my imagination go I have my own original character the heroine of my book her name was Mina I made her up <laughs> and then the and then the folktale characters like Shim Chung are like side characters in the story so it's kind of like just like I had a starting point and then I grew up I grew from there with just a bunch of different, um, you know, putting a lot of Korean mythological creatures that are yeah. real, like, I mean, no, they're not real. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, uh, there are dragons, um, but <laughs> they're hiding. Anyway, um, but like I put in a lot of like uh, actual Korean mythological creatures yeah. and um, a lot of like touchstones to Korean heritage. So like uh, the lotus flowers and the magpie, they're like very symbolic in Korea. So I put them in the book. So it would feel very um, like a, like a folktale, but specifically a Korean one. I love it. I love how it's inspired by that folktale, but you've, you've grown from that and you've yeah. developed this whole world. That for me was the best part. As soon as you go down into this world, it was so vivid and so real. I mean, is, could you picture that in your head when you're writing it? Because it's incredible. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a very visual writer. Like I mentioned Pinterest boards earlier. I always make like a Pinterest board or like a visual board um, for all of my books because I like to look at all the different details. Um, and yes, yeah, so it's definitely, it's def- I was definitely visualized those scenes. Um, yeah, when I was writing them. Oh, it's stunning. And obviously I love the fact your main character is a really strong female character. And I love the fact that from the moment you open the book, the first page is this girl just taking control of a really scary situation and jumping headfirst into it. And I think that's such an important role model for, you know, for women to read and for young girls to read. 
And I love that. I think she, as a character, is just superb. Is there a little bit of yourself in Mina, do you think? Um, I think Mina, yeah, I think Mina's very, um, I'm trying to think of like what qualities she has that I share. Um, she, she has lots of doubts, but she's also very strong. Uh, when she when she believes in something she like go she like really believes in that I'm like that I feel like if I'm if I believe in something I don't give up on it kind of like kind of dogged in my pursuit of whatever that is I don't know if that's a good thing Um, but even yeah like I guess in that way um, but I guess she's like yeah she has some of those qualities she has qualities I admire in characters are like people I want to be um I was I'm very influenced by Hayao Miyazaki you know yeah films um I love his films and I love his heroines they always have that they always there's like a famous quote he has it's like they you know they have people who support them but they but they um they stand on their own as as female heroines they always uh, they always uh, save the day on their own kind of thing. They have this sort of inner strength. And I wanted to give that to Mina to give her like a lot of inner strength and belief that's tested, but like she overcomes that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So it's like interesting because she's not, she's not like, like me in terms of that, um, but, but I aspire to be like Mina. <laughs> I love that. And you definitely get, you know, you definitely get those vibes. It's such a magical world that you've built. And I have to ask, what, what is next? What are you working on next? Yeah, I'm working on another fantasy. Um, it's different than The Girl Fell Beneath the Sea. It's actually announced already. It's called The Floating World. And it's a duology. And I'm really excited about it. I'm working on it right now. And it's different than the girl from beneath the sea because it's more of a fantasy, like a more of an adventure story. Okay, so yeah, like yeah. So it's more of like um, it's a dual point of view too. So it's not just a single character; it's two characters uh, who meet and go on this journey together. And it's it's really fun. It's I I, I draw from some Korean mythology, mm-hmm. like there's something called celestial maidens in Korean oh. mythology which I think is, is, it may be like Sailor Moon and those kind of things have the same sort of influence. They're basically, um, in Korea, they're called Tanya, which means like either celestial maiden, fairy, heavenly maiden. So they're basically maidens that come from the sky who have like celestial powers. <laughs> yeah, so like that's like the that's like the myth or legend that's sort of playing with that. So it's like not, you know, there's no like specific legend or myth. I'm just like playing with the idea of like a supernatural being, they're called celestial maidens. Um, and I'm having a lot of fun yeah you had me at celestial maiden like as soon as you said that I was like well I'm buying this this sounds fantastic (laughs) I love it actually yeah in the girl who fell beneath the sea um Mina tells like three fairy tales in in the story and one of them is called the woodcutter and the heavenly maiden and that's that's the same thing the heavenly maiden and the celestial maiden are the same they're the same oh so there's a little movie. there's a little hint in there there's a little snippet yeah. then of okay I really I remember that one and yeah. yeah I am very excited is it very different to write a duology like is it a very different process I don't mean I don't know I haven't read the second I haven't written the second book yet <laughs> so we'll find out do you have um, to map the whole thing like do you kind of have both books mapped out and you know what's coming or do you kind of play as you write I'm definitely a, a play as I write writer. <laughs> uh, 
very chaotic. I'm a very chaotic writer. Um, but I definitely know uh, some things that I know are going to be in the second book. I just don't know like all everything. Um, and I know, I know um, something. I just know the things that have to be in the first book for the second book. Right. But I don't really know exactly what's going to happen. So it's fun for me. It's like, it's like, it's like writing is fun for me because it's also like discovering what's going to happen. Yeah. It's like both like fun and also like uh, nervous, nerve wracking. <laughs> <laughs> will it be interesting I guess um, the fun yeah. thing with fantasy I I love to read fantasy I love to write fantasy you're not as constricted you can kind of I mean obviously within your world that you build you can't just go wild but you can kind of make up what you like right within yeah. reason yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can't. I'm like, why would people want to write about the everyday when you can write a book where anything kind of goes, right? Yeah, <laughs> I completely agree with you. <laughs> I love it. And I'm I'm honestly, as soon as you said Celestial Maiden, I was like, when okay. is this out? When can we buy this? <laughs> will it have as pretty a cover for the shelves? I'm sure, sure it will. I'm sure it will. And you've obviously written previous work as well. Um, but it's very different, your previous work, is it not? It's not as fantasy-based? Yeah, I've written a contemporary romance um, called XOXO. It's a K-pop romance. Uh, they're all YA. <laughs> so everything yeah. I've written is is for young adults or um, uh, ages, I think, like 13 to 18, basically. Um, uh, and then or in my case, I 31. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> 32, you know. Um, uh, and then my one before that uh, was a sci-fi series. Um, and it was also a YA, like young adult yeah. sci-fi series. Yeah. So I, I think it's, I just write a lot of different genres in, in the YA age group because I love all of, all of the books, <laughs> all of the genres. It's so much fun for me. Yeah. That's so, it was quite unusual actually to have a, a writer who writes all different genres and when you said like a contemporary romance then you're writing fantasy and sci-fi and is it is it very strange do you have to kind of wear different hats when you're writing these different types of stories yeah I think so I mean like um I like my rom-com like I I think when I think when I think of writing the book I think of the genre it's in I think of what I want it to be and I don't think it has to like it has to be anything more like for example my rom-com I wanted it to be I wanted to feel like a Korean drama I wanted like a rom-com Korean drama yeah. I wanted to feel very fun that you could pick it up and read it in one sitting like I didn't want it to be like uh it didn't I wasn't like we're not going to discuss heavy themes <laughs> we're just it's just going to be like if you're watching a rom-com on TV like a, a movie and you're having yeah. a fun time like that's what I wanted and I feel like that's what I delivered <laughs> and um that's what I and like uh with girl the girl with all the need to see I did want it to be very beautiful I wanted to feel very uh transportive um I wanted to feel like a Miyazaki film um and hopefully that's what I did like yeah. you know I always I always have like a idea and I kind of don't think that everything has to be um, a certain way. Like, uh, it, like even girls written in very more like a literary style, um, but XOXO, my rom-com is not. And that's like totally fine. And it's still both me. <laughs> They're still both. Like I've had readers that have read both and loved both and thought that they were like, you could tell they're still written by the same person. <laughs> um, yeah. That's like different yeah. facets of your personality as yeah. well, which I really yeah. love. Um, yeah. I know woefully little about K-pop, um, yeah. <laughs> except I know it's crazy, crazy popular 
in, in this country now, isn't it? It's just become <laughs> this huge mass following. Um, and I'm, yeah, as I said, I'm woefully ignorant, but I'm willing to be educated. So maybe I'll have to go and check that one out and see, see what I'm missing. It, yeah, it's actually a very good, um, you know, it's my book, but it's actually a pretty good um, intro to K-pop book. Yeah, it, it, it's a, it's not like you have to know a lot to read it because the main character doesn't know anything. So she's learning, you know, as the book goes on. And so um, so it's it's good for fans, too, because there's a lot of like Easter eggs for fans. Yeah. Um, but it's also I've, I've had people read the book and be like, I didn't know anything about K-pop, but now I'm obsessed. <laughs> and I'm right. like, yay. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to check that out then because when you first said it, I was like, oh, I don't know anything. So am I going to just read it and be lost? But if the main character is finding out, I'm on this journey, I'm willing to go and go and find out. So I will absolutely check that out. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And now I'm really confused by your novel evening because I kind of felt like I had a gauge on maybe what was coming, but as you're a a writer who dips in out of so many different genres, (laughs) I'm very confused now what to expect. Uh, I'm excited to see what your evening's going to bring, but I have no idea now where we're going or who's going to be there. So I think we should start with where are we going to go for your novel evening? Okay, well, now that you said that, I'm like, maybe I should make it even, I was going to say we're going to the spirit realm, but if you're like, oh, we could go, we could go anywhere. We go, okay. I'll, I'll I'll say we're going to the spirit realm, but maybe I'll bring some different characters to make okay, it. Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, the spirit realm, I'm down. I think there's going to be, you know, you're going to have some magic, right? But we'll be alive. Be alive. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> we'll be one of the few living people there. I mean, for people who haven't read the book, so describe the spirit realm a little bit. Yeah, so the spirit realm is where the majority, actually basically chapter two through the end, um, takes place in the, in the spirit realm. Uh, my main character, Mina, travels to the spirit realm where the sea god lives. And so the spirit realm is basically inhabited by spirits, which are basically dead people <laughs> or ghosts. Um, but they, they're not, they don't, they don't look like ghosts. They just look like, you know, regular humans um, and also mythical creatures. So, you know, dragons, uh Gumiho, which are Korean fox, mythical foxes that turn into women. Um, there are uh, Imugi, which are like proto dragons, like snakes that um, big, huge snakes that turn that can also you know turn into people. So it's all it's it's like a lot of like mythical creatures, spirits, and then like if you're like the odd person who somehow ends up there, that's a huge like us, like, yeah. like <laughs> us and Nina, um, we're also there. Oh, and gods. It's also inhabited by yep. gods, um, and gods are basically there. Like, can be really strong. Like the sea god is like the like the strongest god. The god of gods is what Mina calls him, um, but they're also like little gods, like god of like the well of, in your village, or like the god of like the hearth god, who just like little gods here and there too. So yeah, and it sounds a lot more vibrant than our world as well. It sounds beautiful. Yeah. So I yeah, want to check it out. Cool. Yeah, it's like it's like a it's like a city with like. Um, on the water so most people gotta get around through canals and boats which is really fun there's a lot of lanterns beautiful there's so much food I just basically put everything that I would like if I died (laughs) and like what heaven would look like this is what it would look like to me loads of the food actually whenever food is ever mentioned I'd be like dribbling like the food is the most important bit of the afterlife isn't it 
yeah that's that was like my main like uh, priority was that we need to we need delicious food (laughs) okay what would you what would you recommend what are we going to eat at your party I mean, I mean everything. <laughs> um, I mean, I love rice, um, but uh, I guess dumplings. Yes. I love dumplings. Uh, I love um, not just like the dumplings that are. Um, I don't know what the description is, but also like the um, fluffy dumplings that are like, kind of like bread. They're almost like they're almost like bread. They're like so fluffy. Oh, like the those? like the bao like bun type like things, like, like the bao buns. Yeah, yeah, I love those type of dumplings. Yes. Um, we can have uh I mean I'm just thinking like a bunch of different Korean food <laughs> soups I love soups I don't know if you're a big soup person do you know what I live in Devon in the UK and uh-huh. I don't think we have anywhere I could get like good Korean food wow um okay. and I want to try it I want to try all of the soup I'm I'll, <laughs> I, yeah I'm a soup person I'm gonna assume I'm like yeah soup let's do yeah, that dumpling everything yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love soup. Korean Koreans have like all these different types of soups, like spicy soups and like bro- like just very uh, hearty broths. And um, I had soup yesterday, so I'm like thinking about it right now. I'm like, I don't want that again. <laughs> I'm here for hearty broths. You said that, yeah. and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I want a hearty broth. Okay. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm just yeah. down. Let's just eat all of the food in the spirit awesome. realm. Let's just do that. Yeah. I'm here for it. Okay, mm-hmm. right. So we're in the spirit realm. Who's gonna turn up first? Uh, who's gonna who's, who's gonna be yeah. in the spirit room with us? Yeah, who's gonna arrive okay. to the party? Okay. Um. I mean, I was. Just, I guess I was thinking of this question. I was thinking. I was being really boring because I was thinking of, it would just be characters from the books. But now, I'm like, we can bring in anyone. We can bring in. I guess anyone who's dead. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. They can turn up. I mean, can we? We could do some rules for alive people. I guess we're there. So you can do whatever <laughs> you like. True. Go wild. <laughs> <laughs> that's true um I guess because originally I was thinking we would bring Mina with us because we needed a tour guide yes mom, and she knows everything um well by now because she had she had a lot of harrowing experiences there um but now I'm just like trying to be creative and thinking of like who would I want to meet who is dead <laughs> It's really hard as well because then your brain is like, why don't I know anybody who is dead? Like, why can't <laughs> my brain think of anybody? Oh, that's a there hard people, one. There are people who I want to meet who are dead just because I want to see what they look like. Like, I want to know what like Helen of Troy looked like. <laughs> yeah, yeah I totally. Know, I'm like, like, what was all the fuss about? Like, because <laughs> obviously, what what was beautiful in ancient Greece yeah, as well awesome. is not beautiful yeah. now. I know that's what I'm just curious I'm like very curious I'm like what what did, did these actual historical people look like um which is not like which is like just like a one-time thing we're like oh you see them like okay that's nice you can leave now yeah just want to look through people. Helen of yeah. Troy and exit yeah. on your way out <laughs> yeah just like a bunch of like dead people like oh that's what you look like okay there's always like people just walking by you're like okay that's interesting um but I guess like to have fun with us yeah Mina and then Shin from the book who's like a sad character um like a fun serious side character and then oh my spirit characters I love them I have three spirit characters um yeah who there's a big spoiler with them so I won't go into there was, that. that was my favorite twist I'm giving yeah. away no spoilers but that <laughs> twist was excellent and I love them they're such fun characters yeah that twist was fun because that twist surprised me I didn't know it was gonna happen 
until oh, actually cool. well not not uh like not the twist later but when they appeared I didn't know like, you didn't they know appeared. who they were gonna be yeah 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 I love that they yeah. are they're a really fun trio actually and I think they would they bring some fun to a party I want to hang out with them yeah they're pretty mischievous as well I think they would they would have some fun at the moment we're just hanging out with we're in the book we've now just yeah. become characters in your book yeah. <laughs> that's basically what's happening <laughs> I love it we just dropped in and we're now in the sequel <laughs> yeah. so basically so we are in the sequel <laughs> this evening that is what this is is two random humans I mean I don't know what I'm doing here because I've I've turned out from the UK what am I doing how did I get here I love it I mean if you were to look at writers is there any writers you'd really love to hang out with oh writers I like because because I'm a writer I have a lot of friends who are writers um which is which is fun so I'd bring some of my friends um let's see I am really close to one of my best friends her name is Akshaya Rahman Mm -hmm. she wrote the Ivory Key duology um I think they're published with is Electric Monkey a thing Electric Monkey is a thing yes 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 whether or not they publish their books I don't know but they are a thing Maybe I made it up. I don't know. I'm like, that's not my, it's not Hotterscape. I'm with Hotterscape. Um, this is another thing where I'm like looking up these names. I mean, we don't have to know this name, but. Um, oh, sorry. Wait. That is not, it's not Electric Monkey. So scrap that. Um, Akshaya Raman, the Ivory Key published with Hotkey. Books. ah hockey that makes sense yeah. ivory key with, yeah. okay. with the key. <laughs> um and uh she's a wonderful writer she writes ya books um she's a tamil uh indian uh yeah. american writer um and she's uh i love her she, i talk to her every day and so i would take her with me we would have fun um one of my cousins is actually a, a writer her name is kat cho she wrote wicked fox um, oh cool actually related so actually this 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 would make a lot of sense for her to for her to come with, with yeah. like at least me because the spirit realm is all about like familiar relations <laughs> yeah I mean I don't want her to die but I mean like if, if her journey is human she's an author she wrote Wicked Fox um uh yeah a lot of I have a, I mean Liz Lim you know Elizabeth Lim yes yeah 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 a sequel uh six crimson cranes she's a friend of mine um this would just be very cool for me because i would just be trying to get tips from you all basically (laughs) i would just fangirl with with everybody at this party so that's fine with me that is super cool (laughs) yeah that's 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 the fun thing about about being a writer is having writer friends right yeah it must feel a bit crazy when you're you know when you're befriending your peers and then you realize you're one of them yeah yeah I don't, I don't know I, I don't know if I feel is it is that kind of like um uh out of body experience that you don't really feel actually in a way actually I have a friend her name's Amanda Foodie she wrote um all of us villains yeah. and I was a fan of hers before I was a friend of hers so that's been interesting Oh, that's yeah. cool. That's yeah, really cool. Being, yeah. As opposed to being friends first and then going, then they publish at the same time as you and you go on the journey together. I didn't know her. I knew her books before I knew her. So that's, so cool. that's cool that we're really, we're close friends now. Yeah. Yeah. I love at the moment as well. There is such a like renaissance in sort of 
fantasy that is inspired by other cultures and mm. I think it's so fascinating I know that we've had a lot of you know Greek mythology had like a big boom and you know there was a lot of that but now it really seems there's a really gorgeous array of folklore inspired fantasy mm. which and they also be written by amazing women as well yeah <laughs> which we're here for it's fantastic and yeah I mean Six Crimson Cranes was awesome she'd fit right in in that spirit realm as well she'd be like she'd know what she was doing down there sure yeah, yeah. she did my um U.S. launch with me she was like the person I talked to for for the girl yeah. called the Seas launch and I was like this is perfect because like, she's because our books are such good like they, they'd go well together for readers yeah 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 yeah, yeah. completely mm-hmm. oh, I love that so you've got you've got your carrots in your books you've got some of your writer friends are going to join us under here what about some characters from other books is there anyone that you think you would like that would fit in well with our group oh I mean definitely Shiori from Six Crimson Cranes yeah oh her and Mina would be yeah they would just be eating they would be having a blast they would like they'd be gone actually they'd leave us they'd go and like (laughs) they'd go like off on their food tour um yeah I'm trying to think um so in in Kat's book she has a Gumiho character which is a which is a nine-tailed fox yes um and so they I have a two-tailed fox in my book she's a goddess um and so maybe uh her name is Miyoung the character she would go off with the fox she'd go hang out with all the ladies in the forest <laughs> she would like have a good time with all like the the um oh that's very considerate as well I like how you've considered you're like they'll get on really well we'll pair those guys off (laughs) you know you'll have all your writer friends I'm just gonna sit in the corner and be like what is going on this is so cool (laughs) I love it who would you bring who would I bring oh that's so tricky do you know what I'd really love it's so cliche I'd love to bring some of the the real old school fantasy writers like Tolkien and Tolkien yeah because I want to I just want to get inside these guys heads I want to know like how do you because you know I know Lord of the Rings was inspired by things like how do you make whole languages how do you make whole people can actually like speak if they learned it yeah yeah like he like (laughs) I think he wrote like six different languages or something (laughs) And I think he would fit in in an environment like this. He was such a clever, educated, intelligent guy. Huh. I think he'd be fascinated by the world you've created. So I would love to, I'd love to have him there. Mm, yeah. Uh, uh, UK authors, I love like Diana Wynne-Jones. I love her. Yes. Yes. Um, she's big inspiration for me. I'd love it if she was there. <laughs> um yeah I mean I've, there's a there's a lot that are, that are that are fleeting my mind but she's one of my fav- favorites Love it. I'm lucky that I get to do this podcast because actually when I get to just chat to authors like you guys whose books I love it's basically like I get my little mini novel evening all the time so it's great for me <laughs> I just don't get to go to a spirit realm or we were up a tree with someone the other day I don't get to do that bit but I get to chat all about books and and writing with amazing authors so I pretty much get my novel evenings you know every time I do this it's great yeah. it's fantastic so is there anybody though that you don't want to show up to your evening that's a hard um, question yeah I'd have to be I mean just obviously my mind like 
jumps to villains. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Nobody ever says it either. And I'm like, oh, I've got like a list, like Sauron. I don't want him at a party. <laughs> yeah. I don't want him and his eye to be there, like looking at things and make everything upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody ever goes with the villains. People always like, they're like, whoa, no, everyone can come. And I'm like, mm, can they though? Can everybody <laughs> come? <laughs> I don't want these villains messing up my idyllic life in this world. <laughs> yeah no exactly is there anyone from your book you wouldn't want there um well the thing with my book was that well okay I don't want to spoil anything but there are villains who have twists that are not like not everything Mm -hmm. is what it seems um there is a character who is I guess she's like a a side villain but there's a character who is not doing her job properly um Uh, and we don't want that we only want people coming who do their jobs fully and adequately she's like like a god that's like I only I only take care of my like she's like a goddess I guess who's like I only will do things for money (laughs) but we don't need that no we need people with a bit Um, of integrity I think yeah yeah Uh, for sure yeah uh but yeah I'm trying to think of villains who there's some like some some bad villains I'm trying to think of what I'm what I was like uh uh watching the other day I was actually watching Gladiator <laughs> I was like I don't want I don't want uh, the Caesar there <laughs> oh oh god yeah Joaquin Phoenix's character that guy do you know it's really bad because I really love that actor and I've always I had a really Phoenix. big crush on yeah. him and even yeah. in that film a little part of me is like oh still handsome though <laughs> well you're like wow he's so good he's so good at acting evil he's so good at being evil he's so creepy that's what gets me mad so like sleazy and creepy if I was to have a film of a book I want him in it in some form because he's so good he's so good there's I mean there's there's like actors I'm just like they're so good like it's like more you know their talent is just like you can tell they are very talented yeah um yeah there's a Korean there's a lot of Korean actors too where I will well if I left love their acting I will follow them from like drama to drama to drama yeah I guess it's like authors too if you love their writing you follow them whatever <laughs> um yeah oh, yeah now I'm thinking of like did, did you watch um, Money Heist oh, I um, haven't it's on my it's on my watch list it's saved it's I need to get to it because I've had amazing things yeah there's like there's the Money Heist the original Money Heist um Spain yeah. And then there's Money Heist Korea that just came out. Yeah. And then I actually, I didn't actually didn't watch the original Money Heist. I just watched the Korean one. <laughs> um, and it was so good. Actually, and they're all villains. And I would want them all to be there, <laughs> even though they're all bad. Oh. <laughs> they're, like, they're like villain heroes, you know. Oh, you see, but it's like the Squid Game. Like nobody in that program was particularly nice and you shouldn't root yeah. for anybody. And yet I wanted to hang out with all of them. Oh them, yeah. I guess no, I wouldn't want that guy in my the, the bad guy, oh. the gangster. Yeah, I would not want him there. <laughs> no, that's fair. He was one of the ones that was just straight out not not yeah. good. <laughs> the rest were like morally gray and he was just yeah. morally dark. Yeah. yeah, he was just bad. There there's some were like okay, there's some redeeming qualities. Like that woman, she made a the, the woman who was like allying with him, she made a yeah. well, I don't want to spoil anything for squid game people. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Most people would not had kind of redeeming features of some kind or, yeah. but yeah, not him. So no, he can't come to the spirit realm. Yeah. I would definitely want 67, the girl, 
yes yes I loved I loved her and the other girl um her friend yeah yes they're welcome (laughs) yeah they'd be cool they would be really cool and again like such fantastic acting in that show I remember saying to my husband I was like for a moment you forget it's not real I was getting really like intense and into it and I was like oh these aren't real people (laughs) this is actually happening it's a show it's an actual show yeah no one's actually having to do this for money uh you know I think like Korean drama especially on Netflix is just like amazing at the moment like the writing is just superb yeah I mean I love I love Korean dramas and I like usually Korean dramas are like 16 episodes but the ones on Netflix have been like eight episodes or like I think Squid Games was maybe I don't like eight six eight something like that yeah it wasn't a lot like that yeah um so they're kind of like a little different they're like a a Netflix like k-dramas in a way which is like fun for me because it's like kind of combining that sort of uh those like short series with a yeah. Korean drama because usually Korean dramas are like 16 episodes they air two episodes a week um for oh, whoa. Many which is quite days. a commitment actually yeah. isn't it if you want to like get through a whole drama that's like yeah. two months of like yeah. you're watching twice how a week. It's done yeah but l- lately with Netflix they just drop or, like a whole series eight episodes one go you could watch you could binge it um which is not a, which is not normally what they do with Korean dramas they air them weekly mm. so yeah, I like that. I was like, oh, this is fun. I can watch in different ways. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That's, uh, you know what? I'm finding out so much stuff as well because it's like 16 episodes. I'm like, how does anybody watch 16 episodes of anything? <laughs> and like, keep, I can barely manage like an eight episode arc. And I'm like, oh, this is a lot of commitment. <laughs> <laughs> Even when they bring it all out in one go and I can watch them back to back, I'm like, oh, eight episodes. It's like eight hours yeah. of my life. <laughs> There's like the there's like these like like the older generations like to watch these like 120 episode shows that like again twice a week weekend shows and they'll they'll watch them like my grandma she watches like these shows that are they come they're like 120 episodes and they're twice a week on weekends and it's like wild <laughs> I bet she gets well into it as well I bet she she's does, committed yeah. to what's happening in that drama yeah. <laughs> a lot of yelling yeah. <laughs> I love it it's a bit like here when we have like our soap operas yeah and a lot of the old generation they get really into it and it's like real life Uh (laughs) my grandma will be like you won't guess what happened this week and I'm like it's it's not actually happening (laughs) okay I love it and I have to ask if they were to make a, a a drama of your of your book if they were to make a tv show do you know who you'd want to play Mina Oh, that's so, it's hard because uh, all the characters who wanted to play her have like aged <laughs> and now they're like too old to play her. Um, there's an actress I really love. I guess she could still play her. She's like 23, 24. Her name is, um, she might be younger than that even actually. She was a child actress yeah. who's now like an adult, um, but her name is Kim Yu Jung. I think that's her name, um, but she's like been in a bunch of Korean dramas, none that are on Netflix. Um, but she's been in like a lot of uh, historical dramas um, and she just has a very sweet face <laughs> she's a very like um, I don't know how to describe it she's like short she's very uh, uh, I don't know when I was picturing Mina I was picturing her um, and then Shin I kind of like didn't really have anyone specific um, that I thought would play him 
it's hard with the love interest whenever I write a love interest it's really hard to picture somebody because I feel like I make them up in my head as this like amalgamation of all these different people in my head and I'm like no there's no one that's quite perfect enough for what I've imagined (laughs) I love it before I let you go and enjoy the rest of your uh your Las Vegas daytime I have to ask are you reading anything at the moment Yes, I'm actually reading a few books, um, uh, but I just, I'm right now I'm reading Gilded by Marissa Meyer. You read ah, that? I've seen this uh-huh. all over Bookstagram. Okay. Like, it seems massive at the moment. Yeah, it's like, have you read any of her works before? Like, have you read Cinder and Scarlet? I, I haven't. I, I've downloaded it. It's on my Kindle in my very sad TBR <laughs> wall that I've built essentially but I've heard really good things about her work yeah so like her original her first debut series is more like a uh it's like they're they're retellings of uh like western fairy tales like Cinder is obviously Cinderella but like like a sci-fi version futuristic version um but they're also like the tone is more like it's very YA tone like very it's like it's not dark um, but Gilded is like very dark. It's very murdery, lots of like like graphic descriptions of like people dying. Um, but it's not, but it's like really fun. <laughs> it's like very well, there's a lot of deaths, but it's fun. Yeah, it's, fun. <laughs> uh, it's like it's like a lot of it's like really uh murdery and and, and uh, everyone's awful. I love it. I love murdery. Yeah. Yeah. There is nothing yeah. wrong with something being a bit murdery. Quite often yeah. it's fun. <laughs> um so that was fun because I wasn't expecting that you know, because I, I had read Cinder, like I had read yeah. her, so I wasn't expecting like how dark it would be, um, but I'm really enjoying it. And it's a retelling of Rumpelstiltskin, the fairy tale. So it's also oh, like- it's spinning, yeah. yeah, spinning the straw into spinning gold. Straw into gold, yeah. And it's a, um, it's like a, I think it's like a Germanic-based sort of yeah. like culture. So like, there's a lot of really cool, like it's not like, it's not Germany, but it's like very like, um you know, like that's obviously the cultural inspiration. Yeah. So that's really cool because that's woven into the story. Um, so yeah, so I'm reading that and it's, yes, yeah, I really like it. I'm also reading a, a, a rom-com. So maybe that's just me. Like I read a rom-com and I read <laughs> I read a fantasy, but I'm reading, um, it's called Soulmates by Susan Lee. Soul spelled like the capital of Korea, S-E-O-U-L. Oh, cute. Um, yeah, and it's really cute. It's a rom-com about um, a Korean drama actor and a girl from San Diego that like kind of they um, this is the two halves of you look that's what this is it's the two halves and you're you're playing for I mean anyone who can read two books at once is a hero (laughs) in my book because I cannot do it I can read one book book a person oh you know I I wish I was I wish I was I feel like I would get the finished faster yeah you do but sometimes I'm like oh especially if I'm reading something that's a bit kind of heavier or a bit drier I think God, it'd be really nice to read something a bit lighter alongside but I just can't I can't do it my brain cannot focus <laughs> it can't concentrate uh but I'm I'm very intrigued by by Guild I'm really I might have to add that on the list I like I do like all these retellings of fairy tales and mm. where they mix up and make it a bit dark so uh I will check that out but thank you so much for taking the time to come in and chat with me and uh I cannot wait for your duology. I'll be I'll be sat waiting for uh, the the publishing date. No pressure. <laughs> oh, thanks so much for having me. This is so much fun. Oh, I've loved night. it. Thank you. July. It's like <laughs> actually today is the in the in the US. It's July fourth. <laughs> oh yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, thanks for coming and studying. No, you know. <laughs> You're UK. So. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that means nothing to me. It's Monday. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you for taking some time out of your uh, 4th of July to come in and chat with me. It's been an absolute uh, blast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Football is back, and BetMGM is inviting new customers to join the huddle and enjoy the action like never before. Sign up today using bonus code CHAMPION, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 888 532 3500.